WNBC. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Right? Live here with It'll Mike. WNBC. How's it going, guys? What's up, dude? All right. I was expecting some Nick Reffin looking background like when we talked to uh, Nick. Yeah, I was, I was trying to make it work. Problem is the whole sunlight thing makes the, the yeah. drowns out the colored yeah. lights, you know? I'm, I'm pretty close to like newspapering up the windows, but I'm not there yet, so. But I do see the motherfucking scorpion jacket has made an appearance. Yeah, I had, I, yeah I, I'm, I'm doing the whole <laughs> carrot po- uh, carrot top thing. I have like props for this show, so yes. I'll slowly the break hammer. them out as we go. Yeah, yeah. no, not no hammer. Some bum's head you stomp in props props to your props no, when you I, had one of those jackets i was like you better be wearing that shit or at least yeah dude i even i have my dude, like shirt yeah yeah I, it turned wow. into like a True sick fan. joke that just started no it started self-perpetuating because i had like people knew that i had like i liked watching gosling movies and so i started getting <laughs> I all these about it. Yeah. yeah and i started getting all these novelty gifts so like i have like the prayer candle and with gosling <laughs> it, on it dude. yeah dude my my parents went to ireland right and i'm like okay they're gonna bring me back something cool they they bring me back uh a ryan gosling calendar from ireland like we used to do this shit to yeah. each other like new kids yeah, on the block I, posters so, for birthdays and yeah shit. dude i still have it so um <laughs> it's just spiraled out of control I, I literally have like a shrine in the corner of my room so <laughs> now uh, unfortunately we couldn't pull like we did with the dead poet society and get gosling on here to surprise you sorry well, that'd someday. be good that's that's for the best probably honestly yeah. he'd probably Wet disconnect yourself. real quick a little weirded out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i break out that calendar he'd disconnect real quick this is the hair doll <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh nice perfect dude. Uh, so yeah. well so is drive your favorite movie because no, of gosling no no that drive is how i think i started taking him seriously and, and watching mm. watching his stuff i think that kind of like changed how pretty much everyone felt about him because before that he was just known for like the notebook right and Lars and the part. Real Doll, wasn't that? Unless you were yeah. paying attention. You ever <laughs> yeah. seen The Believer? That's where I first came to. No, I didn't see that one. I haven't seen that oh, one. Oh, yeah, bro. bro. That's how I knew about him first. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll have to check that out. The Believer, he plays a Jewish neo-Nazi. Really? It's crazy. Self-hating Jew. To a the self-hating extreme. Jew goes to the point of becoming a skinhead. You it's and, crazy. You it's you badass, and, dude. You and your Nazi movies, I'm starting to worry. <laughs> yeah, right. Um no it's compelling though man and it was like young brando type shit like who is this dude and then he went on to the notebook like eh, is yeah. that what's gonna happen and then he just started making shit like this which is like, yeah or the nice guys and blade yeah. runner he's he can do he's everywhere man he's totally. uh joking aside i he, he's i think one of the most talented dudes working right now so uh, one of the things i used to laugh about him early on i remember reading an article is that he's from canada and he was in like the mickey mouse club type shit with like Oh yeah, Timberlake and uh, what's her name, Christina Aguilera and Britney yep. Spears and all them. But uh, he even said in this article that he had cultivated after Brando, I think, kind of this New York East Coast accent. Yeah, yeah. To the point where now he's like, I just kind of mm-hmm. talk in it, even though it started fake as shit. Yeah, he, he's which which good for him being honest about it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I just, I just made this shit up, you know, like it's, right. it's just this made up accent. But uh, yeah, no, no. Well, how many like Tom Cruise isn't his real name and shit, right? Right. No, well, like, I don't know uh, actually. No, I think a, it's I think it's like Robert, like Bob Dylan's Robert yeah, Zimmerman or whatever. Waspy you know? sounding name. <laughs> yep, what is yep. Tom Cruise's name? I want to look this shit up. Um, anyway, you guys haven't officially met, which is cool. No, yeah, we uh, yeah, good we talked like twice, person. I think, on on online. But yeah, yeah. good to good to meet you, man. The other half of the yeah, likewise, team. man. I love your artwork, dude. Uh, thank incredible. you so much. No, yeah. thank you, and uh, big fan of what you guys have been doing. I've been watching a bunch of them because. Uh, I mean, the Dead Poets Society one, I already told Jay, that's crazy that you guys pulled that off. That's that's one of the, even if I didn't know you guys, I, that's one of the coolest podcasts I've seen in a, in a long time. Just I'm still pinching myself. Yeah. yeah. We pulled that off. No, his was... middle name is Cruz. Thomas Cruz Mapother. <clears throat> Mapother, I remember this. M-A-P-O-T-H-E-R, the fourth. That's Tom Cruise. Oh, so right. his middle name, at least. But, but yeah, everybody, actors are cultivating a persona and shit it makes you wonder like was a young jack nicholson a super badass or did he just one day drop acid in college and be like fuck it i'm gonna be cool the rest of my life you know totally. i mean it's kind of the same I thing need, right? i should have done that <laughs> the same <laughs> thing he's <laughs> well you got to make the yeah. decision right 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 but <laughs> i'm just saying growing jay, up you, was he a hellraiser you, oh right 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 you used to tell me jay about this guy that used to go to your school that his name was fred and he came back after summer and he was rick 
Yes, like he, Frederick. It was Dude, Frederick. Fred. Is his name, but he was known as Fred. And when he came back after a summer, he was Rick. And he was and what happened? Age, I think was his know, older brother transformed. Came back. It was like a divorce house. So the older brother came back for summer to live with mom, and the older brother coolified him and shit. Like, oh, you know. okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I failed you on that front. <laughs> yeah, take what you can. I think about me it, man. Like, like pen names and stuff. I'm always like, do I, you know, do I want to stick with this thing or do I just want to come up with something new or whatever? But uh, oh, yeah, man. it's crazy. Well, what's I, a good I, pen name to come up with nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> something far less honky than our name for sure. <laughs> no, you guys got the you guys got the good name. That's memorable. We thought about doing Thornton Brothers as like a like you know Thornton Wilder. Right, right, right. Thornton yeah, Brothers. Name they Thornton, were last name Brothers. <laughs> but I don't think people would get it at this point, whatever. Yeah. We do this stupid dumb Thornton shit anyway. Just started as a joke. <laughs> I think started we, as a joke? Well, I think we replied to one email okay. with a producer or something as them Thorntons once. <laughs> just because it was such a redneck type script and shit, you know, and we we're talking about casting it and um, them Thorntons up on the mountain. Yeah. You know kind regards them thorntons or whatever and then we we're just like them thorntons and we just kept doing it with them and then started doing it with other people and shit it's fu- it's funny what sticks <laughs> right like ryan gosling shit that now right. every it, it is funny when people do that though where you get one thing like my wife liked the beatles as a kid yep so now it's very easy just get her something beatles related you don't have to <laughs> right. think or whatever so now you just keep amassing this ryan gosling shit because other people are lazy emotionally yeah, lazy. every gift i've gotten for our stepdad is either star trek or uh right. golf related <laughs> you're the star trek guy you're the fucking ryan gosling guy you're yeah no, it's, it's slowed down a little bit thankfully because i was starting to not run out of space but it was starting to take up too much space i you know i don't get off camera hit me with your address oh, <laughs> I know. So I like, what's your birthday <laughs> i want in on this shit dude <laughs> uh, uh, life size cardboard cutouts i, yeah. I trust you with it because you'd get creative you know I'd, you'd send me something fucked up in a fun way i bet do you have any ryan gosling christmas ornaments yet the Ryan Gosling tree. <laughs> no, Gosling but but, but the amazing. fact that All I had to think about it is is worrying. <laughs> like I, I legitimately had to think about it, and no, I don't. Not yet. Not Just yet. Just a stocking, in the shape of his foot. <laughs> Oh geez, no, it's not plaster caster stock. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> <laughs> right drive. Uh, yes, man. I've only ever read his name. Is it Nicholas Winding or Winding Reffin? I only know Reffin. I only know Reffin. Right. I'm like scared to even say the whole thing. It's one of those things where I read it and it's like you read it so much, but you never really have to say it. So I've never. Danish. Yeah. 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 I I went to watch special features on there. I should have, but, uh, I feel like they just wrote his name. I think I was watching it uh, before. And it they just, even dodged the bullet. Just <laughs> yeah, exactly. They didn't want to ask they me. There were people it. working on it. So, so this so guy was Nick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Directed by Nick. And yep. it might be a v, like a w, the W's of Vending or something, you know, being from that. Exactly. Region. So I don't even know. Who knows, dude? Anyway, but, I remember first seeing Bronson mm-hmm. at the Milwaukee international film festival in like oh nine or some whenever the fuck it came out 2010 that shit blew my mind bronson's awesome bronson's amazing dude. yeah yes. yeah no reffin he yeah he, you can start i mean if you see enough of his stuff you start to figure out like what his like quirks are his kinks or whatever Sensibilities. but yeah, yeah but but there's a decent amount of variation also from movie to movie like like bronson mm, is his own beast i don't even i'm trying to think like what he's done since I don't think he's ever kind of gone back to that territory. That's that's no. It was it was it Valhalla? Was that Valhalla Rising, dude? Valhalla that's Rising. What... That's it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was that's amazing. I love shit. that with, movie with Mads. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He loves he loves Mads. But yeah, uh, they started with the Pusher series or whatever, right? And uh, yep. Which I remember seeing parts of. I got to go back and watch revisit that shit. I want to go through all his stuff because I started even seeing like Neon Demon and shit. Those are like those years I got so busy. I've seen that. What's yeah, I haven't TV actually show? seen that one. You haven't? Oh, I haven't seen Neon Demon. No, his, his show, I think, was Too Old to Die Young. Too Old to Die Young. Did you watch never, that? Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Good? It's uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's 100% reffing. And it, you can tell that they let him do whatever he wants. But, uh, I, I mean, that, that show probably has one of the most, like, 
reprehensible villain speeches i've ever seen in my life nice mm-hmm. yeah like it's shit. yeah yeah <laughs> look it's, at our last our it, he's saying this to the guys who made cactus jack I exactly mean, no, <laughs> no for a reason because like if you want to see something that's gonna make your skin crawl that like it's at least worth it for that episode it's like mm. the most disgusting like snuff pornography guy just basically yes, I mean, I, yeah i'm not even gonna say anything more than that stuff. it's just dude it's, i gotta go i'm gonna watch this shit right now <laughs> <laughs> ah, bring the buzzer early <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, fuck it. Let's talk about Drive. Let's dive in because. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For years, I've considered it my third favorite after Bronson and Valhalla Rising. I felt like, is his shit going downhill for me because of that? His first movie I love the most. Maybe just because it had such an impression on me seeing it in a theater at this film festival when Mm -hmm. no one even knew what the fuck it was. And I went out evangelizing it, you know, Um, to Valhalla Rising, which. That's just some visionary crazy shit no one else would make. Right. To drive, which I could see other people making, just not the same way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Um, and then from there, I mean, like I said, I got sick, had a kid and shit, and so I, I think fell off. Gosling oh, only brought him God forgives. Script, right. From what I read, that it wasn't that Refn had the project. It was actually got, it, they had to replace the director or something, and Gosling wanted Refn. He he actually hmm. sought Refn out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The only a, that might be why it's so different from his other stuff is my <clears> point, you know, that or at yeah. least like something that he might not normally, you know, do on his own without having been approached. Well, he's kind of an anomaly, right? Because he'll he'll direct other people's scripts, but he also writes his own stuff sometimes. Because I know mm-hmm. Drive Drive was was written by someone else, and right. Right. I that I'm sure that probably plays into it was a novel right i think I yeah i'm not familiar that surprised me it seems so made, like made for a movie that's one know? of the things i was gonna ask is if you read the novel no no and i and I'm, I'm very curious about it. i think it i hope i'm not making something up but i think the novel had a sequel or it was going to mm, i don't know if it did let me let me i should probably check john salas i think is the guy's name uh S A. yeah it had a sequel called driven that came out in 2012 apparently okay but uh I remember reading an article that made it seem like Refn had it and went and courted Gosling because Gosling was talking about Refn came to pick me up and he drove me around the city at night and he was like crying. Yeah, he started crying. I think he was on like, he he was on like cold medicine or something. Something and then just talking about the city and how he wanted to shoot it, how beautiful it is and talking about the themes and the story, I guess. If I remember crying, you guys are just like, what (laughs) the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Driving around crying. Should I be driving and shit? If I remember right, like an REO Speedwagon song came on and that's what broke him. Like he started crying because REO Speedwagon was playing. I I think I want to say it was Can't Fight This Feeling. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah. That's. I feel like after I read that article, when I stopped being a reference fan. <laughs> yeah, it says in Wikipedia when Gosling signed one for the leading role, he was allowed to choose the director and he chose Refn. So yeah. Who knows, man? There's so much lore in any of the press you yeah. read and uh-huh. I did all my own stunts. <laughs> I mean, well, right. I, would, I would actually probably believe that. I think he's, I mean, he's obviously legitimately likes working with Refn or he did because mm-hmm. he did only God Forgives After. Right, which and is then, the other one of his I've seen. Yeah, and if, I don't know, did you ever see Lost River, the one Gosling directed? Gosling directed? No, I think I own it. It's in my no. stacks and I've been wanting yeah, to watch it for I'm, years, but. I mean, if you watch that. Remember the can, trailer. And yeah, getting, you know, like oh shit, he went reffing in this space exactly. So like I could definitely, I think if he had love for reffing, it was probably legit because it's yeah. his mm-hmm. handprints all, or influence Dude. rather is all over Lost River. I want to uh, see Ryan Gosling's face the first time he was watching Bronson or Valhalla Rising. Yes. And shit. Like, probably laughing, it was dude. definitely <laughs> it was definitely a good choice for this film to drive because if it were in the hands of just a more just kind of standard director, you know, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have this like mood that it has. You know, Michael Mann could have done it. Yeah, that's yeah, that, sick, yeah, yeah, that would have been sick. that kind of. It's yeah. funny you mentioned that because I was th- I was like thinking about the movie so I could have you know somewhat intelligent discourse and and. uh I, I would consider like heat drive and thief to be like, mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. perfect triple feature. Trilogy, and they're all yeah. kind of like, they're all that dude Critic. making that decision in a different way. You know, like they all want to mm-hmm. be standoffish about relationships. They all have yeah. like a really iron tight mm-hmm. code. And, yeah. yeah. And, and they then all you can yeah, walk away a, in 30 seconds flat. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. collateral. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there is a, with, with the anti something it. yeah exactly yeah and yeah. it's in like the city i don't i think they might have all been la all the ones we just mentioned yeah for sure yeah yep which well, no one can shoot la like well something. these two i'd say these are the two. yeah but yeah. ref i feel like he could the night both of them could shoot shots, any city. i mean look at miami Vice and stuff shit. is amazing yeah yeah 
I think Revan um, just likes lights, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. A lot of Death and Field and Boca and shit. You know. Yep. Yep. I was reading some of the about how they shot this. And I forget the cinematographer's name, but uh, they shot on a Ari Alexa. There was that debate: do you mm. do film or digital? Especially back in this era. And mm-hmm. he was like, I went around and did tests. And he said, normally, I have a camera at eight hundred. I guess ISO essentially or something. And when you're going around with a digital camera, that's when you start to get noise yeah. at night. It's around 800. He said with the Ari Alexa, I could push it to 1600 and get sick black. So I was like, fuck it. I'm in yep, all in nice. on digital. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Like, so even the Tarantino's out there and shit, like, yeah, there's some. There's like a romance to film, but yeah, yeah. Like almost harmonic to digital for sure. light. Yeah. That you won't yeah. get digital. But, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the same time, man, it's like the trade-off to me. I'm all about digital. Yeah, you can just do so much more with it and, after you and, have it. Right. It's evolved over the course of all of our lives, Tarantino's included. You know, that mm-hmm. at the time when you first had this uh, bias against it, it was shitty. You know, it's like MIDI music, too. It was like that. You know, it's all it was just like computerized. And, <laughs> you know, but now it's like, you know, indistinguishable <laughs> from from you know analog it's the, the right. resolutions are higher than human perception you know when it comes to bit rates and you know uh resolution etc well some of that the becomes grain a problem. of the film like know. in uh speaking yeah. of michael mann again in public enemies there's scenes where the digital is so saturated essentially in high such high resolution you could see the makeup on johnny depp's face <laughs> right you know? it's like that's a problem or <laughs> or like those hobbit movies uh, right too, too much detail yeah, right <laughs> uh, right those, well, those hobbit movies they shot in yes. a frame rate yeah it was like frame rate, something which, crazy is like 200 like, right something right i, I think the whole recently. movie was like 60 maybe they amped up some of the action scenes then to make them even crazier mm-hmm. i thought but, uh, I recently gifted Jay the Friday the Thirteenth box set of yep, the, yep. the franchise, and um, you know it's it's all in you know uh, remastered HD and stuff. And Jay was saying it's almost too high res, like it was uh. <laughs> better when it's all gritty and kind of you know well, you it gets, found it's this creepy. Yeah. And right? And like, yeah. Oh, what is this? You start, you start to see the strings and the tape. And <laughs> right. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. man. It's kind of like. I want to take it and introduce some grain and scratches and shit into it again. There's something <laughs> cool about that, you know. I don't know if old movies should be remastered to the point where right. they don't feel old I, uh, anymore. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I know. It's well, the thing is, even when you saw it brand off. new back then, it looked like shit because the films yeah. were all yeah, fucking even trash. In the, the you know? theater, yeah, it was. Yeah, all that film grain, film all that shit. shit. Yeah. That would come in projecting it a lot of times, you know um all right well let's uh, talk about drive yeah. what when you first saw it had you yeah. seen his other movies already or was this your introduction no this this was my first one i remember like it started getting a little bit of buzz not a lot just enough like it was like you know popping up on my radar a little bit and uh i was like all right i'll i'll, I'll check this out you know people are saying it's like it's like this stylistic thing or whatever and 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 that it, it ended up being one of my favorite theater experiences because like the intro of that movie with with the you know at the end of the heist you get the mm-hmm. the city and because mm-hmm. I, I you know i hate to say it but like i fe- you know i could be wrong but i feel like this was kind of right before everyone started having drones so like mm-hmm. when you had those city shots that was still it kind was of like a big fresh. deal yeah yeah, yeah. Right. so oh, you see that for those two dude. yeah, yeah and, and they're still the awesome they're still yeah. awesome but like any anyone can do them now and it's more ubiquitous now, yeah, yeah. And, and like you know the soundtrack hits it's like music that you know i never really had heard before but uh just just the whole like style of that intro. well it is very michael manish again in that kind of distinctive music yeah that is consistent throughout the whole thing right right and then just yeah and then once that happened i'm like all right i'm in like i don't know what's gonna happen from here but you you got me and uh yeah like the tangerine dream shit and this both Mm -hmm. have that quality where they play well with neon and lights and darkness and shit you know just yeah and it's like a chicken or the egg thing like you almost wonder like am I thinking this goes well together because they did it or is there something just inherently like Mm -hmm. complimentary about, I don't know. I think about that a lot because it's, yeah, it's like the context has been assigned already. Yeah. yeah. But it also, it makes sense so much on like a base level of the brain. It's definitely influenced like my sensibilities. If I was going to go out and make something, it would probably look Mm -hmm. to a degree a lot. Like, you know, I'd, I'd be hitting the neon. Yeah, I haven't seen that in your artwork a lot. Just very neon. Yeah, yeah, just cool. I love lighting, dude. Very I don't. I think. Yeah. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. 
Have but, you ever uh, fucked with cinematography at all? I mean, it is painting ooh. and light, essentially. I've taken pictures here or there, but, like, that's... I, I don't have... It's not mm. my territory. It's very know? meticulous, though. It's time-staking. And, yeah, know. yeah. I uh, I already have enough enough pursuits <laughs> that I'm not good at enough yet <laughs> to that. start a new one, you know? <laughs> uh, or it's, ones you're too good at to start nah, fucking with something you're not good at? No, nah, no. Nah, no, nah, and honestly, like, if I get... If I get uh, interested enough in something, I don't really care about fucking up or being bad at it. I'll uh, I'll try. Yeah, like, yeah, process, yeah, yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, you got to explore that stuff because what I'm doing now, I never would have known I was going to be doing. You know, ten years ago, five years ago, but uh, collecting Ryan Gosling paraphernalia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for better or worse, dude. I got the <laughs> I have the coloring book over there. I got the Blade Runner license plate. Oh, yeah. What's the weirdest thing you got? What's your best? Uh, the shirt is probably the one that gets the most attention. It's amazing. Cause, yeah. Cause you need like, to get the shirt tattooed on yourself. <laughs> Have you colored the coloring book? No, no. I, I don't want, I don't want the value to go down, you know, uh, you don't, it's a collector's item dude, now. No, in my mind that increases its value. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. I could... <laughs> you are a good artist. That's yeah. Yeah. That's well, true. When, pays hands... for meals. when you go out to Chipotle now, you just rip off a page of that Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. Here's my coupon. Book uh all right Here's your but uh <laughs> all right back to I keep, yeah I keep, I keep getting us off the movie i'm sorry dude it's that's all right that's, like i said dog came here to talk about inherit the wind and we end up talking about aliens probing people and shit <laughs> um but gosling though moves. yep this the believer was when i first saw him and that's incendiary emotional type shit he's mm -hmm. a cipher in this movie so yeah. do you have you always just had a thing for cypher type characters that appeals to you too because this isn't the performance i necessarily see and be like that dude's the man because you haven't seen the range or anything it's great yeah. as stoic but you don't well, know he, he has i think well first of all to answer your question probably yes only because i feel like if a movie works and the character doesn't have a lot of dialogue or you can't necessarily tell what they're thinking and the movie works then that means that there's there's like a lot of non-verbal shit going on which normally yes, doing everything else right yeah yeah so 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 to that answer yeah like the man with no name you know is a trope for a reason that i'm i tend to be a fan of like the and in a lot of ways this is kind of like that sort of western like this this like silent force kind of rolls in mm. and and tries to you know help the town and to whether it's success or failure you can kind of come up with your own answer to that but uh yeah, no, I, I think what it was is that the moments where he does act or he does say something, he makes it hit so hard. Like when when he's uh, at the diner and that dude from like a previous job starts to try to start a conversation with him. And he, he yeah. just says to the guy, like, if you say another word, I'm going to kick your teeth down your throat. Yeah. And right. he just says it. He says it calmly. Yeah. That's it's fucking funny. terrifying. I never, I didn't even consider this as a Western, but as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, like it he's is, called man. the driver, right? The man with no name, right? And it, yeah, it is yeah. very much like it, like it, just that moment you just pointed out. It's in the saloon, you know, get the fuck away from me, whatever, you know, like. And then at the end, he really, rides out of town. And it's you Los know? Angeles, which, you know, like you imagine the uh, West Western yeah. era, well, Los Angeles, and then flash forward, you know, a hundred and something years later. Mm -hmm. And this is the new version of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I, the I, steed, the cars. Um, yeah, I was thinking it too. Yeah, I love uh, <laughs> one of the best things about antiheroes in westerns, too, in mm -hmm. particular, like take William Money, they're not doing these things because they're the right thing to do. It's like because they're too macho to talk about their feelings and go to therapy, right? They go on a killing spree therapeutically or they want to protect this woman and her child mm -hmm. because he's can then work through what happened to him as a kid and shit and whatever yeah. violence he experienced as a kid but it's not truly altruistic it's kind of did, just his form of therapy is this through this did they get into life. his uh background at much i don't know that's why it's really such a cipher yeah, yeah yeah so no. like when you think about like he's been hardened apparently right mm -hmm. by his behavior so you, it makes you think about like what he went through as a kid mm -hmm. and stuff to harden him to, to this degree uh, when yeah. he walked up and oscar isaac was beat to hell and he walked right past him to go yep. to see about the kid yeah, that's, mm -hmm. the, that's the telling shit. That yes, that was amazing. He, yeah. he grew up seeing Oscar violence as a kid. Awesome. I'm gonna go see if the kid is okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like I was like I said I was really kind of like meditating on the movie a bit so I could have stuff to talk about. And I I think it's 
not to distill it all down. Cause I don't believe that like I'm with you with theme. Like I think theme is great, but I don't think it's fair to reduce anything to like one core, mm-hmm. you know, no, like, there's oh, several it's, themes. yeah. If it's a good story, themes emerge, theme. but yeah. I think it's impossible. It, they'll just yeah. emerge if it's, uh, you know, uh, genuine for sure. And, and I think it's impossible to, to look at this movie and not think that like fatherhood is a huge, like current running through Ooh. it because like, on a literal level, you have, you know, Oscar Isaac's character that was was a father and Ryan Gosling's kind of trying to help him be a better father, which is kind of an amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, I, no, but like that's I, I'm trying to. Think, well, he's like, childlike, know, though. That's the thing about the yeah. Gosling character. He's almost like a kid. Going through this yeah, but now. like he know, like he knows. I would think, yeah, like he, there's opportunities so like, where, where if you know, if, if uh, Carrie Mulligan's character, I, I unfortunately can't remember her name off the top of my head, but uh, Irene, Irene, yeah, that's Irene. Yep, yep, yep. Um, like I'm sure he knows that, like, oh, like if I go and tell her that your ex-con husband's back at it again and he's in mm. debt, like I could get what I want, but he doesn't do that. Yeah. He tries and to he help asked him. Her, he used like so- the Socratic method with her, like first asked her questions to see what she knew, what yeah. she, he had told, what, you know, uh, Standard had told her, which yeah. is pretty, pretty good yeah. approach. For which is character. great. And then you find out Standard lied, which was great. He's yes. not even in the scene, a great character work on he Standard. Was done there. Speaking yeah. of Chris throughout Oscar Isaac's name for a second, yeah, that was my thing. Badass. I came away from this movie saying, who the fuck was that guy? Yes, me too. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I wanted his character to stick around longer, spoiler yeah. alert. But I mean, yeah, yeah, Isaac is the truth. No, for yes. sure. But the thing that's crazy, amazing. too, is is that he doesn't he doesn't hog the, the light. He just no shines. And like, do, but that's part yeah, of yeah, his, yeah. But like, because I'll, I'll rewatch this because now like Oscar Isaac's a big name and stuff. And it's like, oh, shit, yeah. that's Oscar Isaac. He's he's like one of those chameleons, you know, like he. Yeah. But he's still way underutilized. Oh, yeah, Anytime yeah. he's in it, it's like. Well, dude, I'll tell you, like I, I've seen this movie probably ten plus times now, and the the scene when they're robbing the pawn shop, and yeah. they're just you're just waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting for him to come out, and then he does come out, and then there's just that <laughs> loud gunshot. And I know it's coming every time, but somehow it still it still it's gets jump, me, dude. Yeah. It's still I know it's coming. I don't know, like. I would love to know, like the the craft side of me is like, how did like whoever did this part, fucking knew their shit? Because even after you know it's coming, it's still every single time gets me. And it's, it's the editor, dude. Yeah, props to the editor. On yeah, that or one, the I sound think. design yes. or something. Yeah. Yeah, it just it goes sure. it goes the timing is just perfect. enough timing. past the point where you think you're in the clear or like, yeah. you've, and then it hits it and it's devastating because you and like them at this point. The other know? shots come and. And then he just takes off with the car and it's on. So it's that's like you don't even have time moment, to breathe. You're like, that's the, the thing is, Ryan Gosling, his character in this, mm-hmm. driver, they never knew yep. him, do they? Yes. Nope. Right. No, that's what Chris was Man saying about him. Yeah, yeah. So he'd be the like shape. the best jujitsu player because that's just all about staying calm, even when someone's trying to choke mm-hmm. the life out of you. Yes. And his yes. calm when like the two dudes are coming in the room and centered. Shit. It's not yeah. that he's experienced in this stuff because you can see when Oscar Isaac gets shot, that's yeah. the one moment he cracks where he's like out of the car and kind of panics and shit. Like, uh-huh. oh my God, uh-huh. this dude just got capped in front of but me. But that's his, his like his, more than almost anything else as far as his profession being a driver in both the Hollywood and the criminal mm-hmm. world has to do with that, that he does the just coolness. take everything with a cool, collected, you know, uh, centered, uh, you know. The emotions got battered out of him as a kid. Yes. But That's it worked in his, his favor strength. in his career, you know. But, and I love that no, no, what no. you were pointing out, that you do see moments where it wavers just briefly, you know, which is great. You There's know, a couple great. scenes you could see when she's talking to him in the car late that there might have been a tear, but it's already starting to dry or something. You know what I mean? When the light hits mm-hmm. in his face. Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually know if I would agree that he, the emotions were like battered out of him because he, well, I don't think he not ever battered out of him, but they were beaten into like this. A yeah, no, or he, something. I, 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 if I had to bet money, I would a hundred percent say he was abused in some way or he's in like an yeah, abusive household 100%. because, because, and just to go back to the father thing real quick, like like Brian Cranston's character is 100% mm-hmm. a surrogate yeah. father. He even mm-hmm. calls him kid. That's what he yeah, calls him. Yeah. He says, you know, hey, kid, you know this and that. And you can tell that that relationship, that, like the, the driver must know it's not like whatever cut he's giving him for the the stunts that he's doing where he's risking his life and stuff. Like that's not a fair no, commerce. He doesn't even really need here. to be doing it if you're moonlighting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. but that's 100% a, a surrogate father relationship. And then yeah. the driver with Benicio, it's just like, once I start, once I saw that thread, yeah, I'm like, yeah. there's there's something to, to to that idea. I think I'd be shocked if there wasn't. But uh, absolutely, the, yeah, the, 
hundred percent. The sure. one scene that's kind of like fucked up when I, when I started thinking about it like that is the, uh, when he's in the hold up in that like motel with, uh, Christina Hendricks character and he just, he knows she's lying to him and, and he goes to backhand her. You know, you know what he has is like yeah, yeah. The, the part, and I don't know if this was intentional That's or not. A great scene. It, it is <laughs> because scene. because yeah. He, yeah, but the thing is, is like if you look at the way they shot that scene, um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's one of the few scenes in the movie that breaks the POV with the driver because you look up at him, and he's mm, he's like coming POV, down at you, like yeah, and it almost makes you think like this what? is hmm. like maybe I'm extrapolating too much, but like well, I, feel I think like this... during violence you do because when yeah. he's stomping the dude well, in the elevator, you get yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. view up of him, etc. Well, actually, but yeah, maybe, but maybe then after watching. But to me, it's just like man, that feels like like that's a kid like watching you know like, like there's similar their moments. Yeah, spouse get beat or something, you know? Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. what that felt like. Is like he's he's, I don't know. It's just a weird. And maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I was like, because I don't know. It, it was just there was something no, about it's that. There for sure, whether yeah. or not it was intended or. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's know, just like there was something un, something un, that was intentionally right. uncomfortable about that scene that I appreciate because, like, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, this is not necessarily a hero. This is someone that's fucked up, and yeah. Oh, yeah. he's fighting against that. That's what emerges and rises to the surface yeah. when he's stressed out. And, right, yeah. like I was saying, the emotions were battered out of him. I, mm -hmm. I mean, they were just buried so deep that right. or and he's done a good job of building armor over them over the years because i think he knows and i can relate to this to some degree that the feelings he feels most powerfully and on the surface are anger mm -hmm. frustration wrath negative shit so he's bottled it all up because he's yep. like, if I'm emotional, motherfuckers are going to get hurt. It's the scorpion. It's in my nature to hurt yeah. those. Even when Actually, it doesn't benefit me, I will hurt you. That's so, interesting about the scorpion because I wanted to bring the scorpion up because, you know, when I first saw the movie, I saw it kind of superficially is that, you know, he's got it on his back. It's his like totem. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But then later in the movie, they reference, you know, they actually reference the story, the parable of the frog and the scorpion, which is, you know, the the frog can swim across across the water and he offers the scorpion a ride and the scorpion stings him halfway through and they both drown. He says, why did you do that? And the scorpion says, that's in my nature. I'm a scorpion. Right, right, right. So um, I was reading some trivia about this and stuff, and <clears throat> it kind of turned my thinking on its head a bit there because the idea they said was that the scorpion is riding on his back and he's the frog. He's not. Oh, the scorpion. yeah. So I never... He's the driver. He's the one. Well, the scorpion people. represents Knowing. the monkey on his back, the baggage, the emotional exactly. baggage. Yeah, so it's not that he's the scorpion, kid. which is your instinct to think. You know, he's carrying mm -hmm. around. It's actually he's carrying the scorpion like the frog did on his and back. And he knows the sting's going to come, wild. but he does it anyways. It's symbology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other thing I heard actually uh, about that that I thought was fascinating, um, it might have been Refn, I don't know, because this was years ago. I was doing like a deep dive with every interview I could find and stuff, but... Uh, he actually mentioned he was going for like superhero iconography, like mm -hmm. the idea of like your your symbol there. So I thought that mm -hmm. that was interesting yeah. because they could work on multiple levels too. No, for know? sure, work, I love work that both about ways. It. Yeah, I love that exactly. about it. There's Those are the things like, I, I wanted to read and, the book and for. And Gosling is a Scorpio too, by the way. I saw. Oh really? That. I, <laughs> I yeah, see. So. You got me beat. I didn't know well, that. Well, get this. Also, look out for Chris. I'm his number one fan. Now you. He's looking up for signs. He's ball. He's mine. One of the films. One of the films. Reffin showed Gosling when he was talking about how he wanted to shoot it was Kenneth Anger's Scorpio Rising. Which is like a motorcycle movie, though, Ooh. not oh uh, that to my list. auto movie. And Gosling pointed that out. He's like, "Why are we watching all this motorcycle shit? This isn't it." He's like, "But the way they fetishize the motorcycle." That's yeah. what we're gonna do. It's about the way, look drive, how sexual they shoot it and make the yeah. drive and the you know yeah. Well, I was thinking about that too. That we were talking about you know his past and the armor and you know all that. There's also something to the driving, like the shark who can't stop you know the, if, mm -hmm. as long as he's in motion right not only driving but in life you know like Stunts i imagine he's the type if he's just sitting at his apartment with nothing to do mm -hmm. not to work on an engine or drive or help somebody or whatever he just goes crazy you have to keep the mind Shark, going you know yeah, having yeah, to be in motion yeah. you know that's so a very i think good that's point. part of it too is that his therapy is driving mm -hmm. and it is true like I live like two and a half miles from work and by design, I've, I don't even own a car. I, mm -hmm. I just Uber around. I, I can, I walk as much as possible. 
Um, and you just, you know, you don't have to deal with all the annoyances of breakdowns and, you know, uh, insurance and filling yeah, the gas yeah, tank yeah. and all that bullshit, you know, it's kind of a dream, but at the same time, I miss driving, watching this movie really made me miss, especially when you had a Z4 cruising. convertible fucking yeah, in California yeah. shit. I was kind of doing his thing for a while and it was amazing. I mean, it's yeah. sublime. There's like a weird uh, therapy with driving. I think that yes. especially at night. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. like, and no, for sure. Cause like, I'm still kind of not kind of, I am, I'm still like hunkered down lockdown mode over here but like mm-hmm. i, I find it's so good for like my mental health to just get out and do a random drive yeah. for whatever yeah. reason and it's yeah. like there's just something about it which do you have gloves do you put on some ryan gosling gloves in your jacket when you I, I, drives at night I, I, I won't i won't wear the jacket because the i actually <laughs> i don't ever wear this i wore it for like one halloween and then it it quickly became apparent where it, it was almost like when Joker became popular, you, you started seeing the people that were like dressing up like Too that. It's like, Ooh, it. I don't want to yeah. contribute to that. Like I already have, like, right. it's yeah, like, but oh, dude, it's so old now. It's just dope. I would rock this yeah. shit out. Yeah. Well, no, it now it's daily now life it's, at this it's point. Died down right. a bit. Yeah, no, it also, it's <laughs> if you don't, I might, <laughs> but, but to answer your yeah. question, honestly, I did have a pair of driving gloves that I lost that I'm, that I'm not thrilled that I lost them because they were actually really comfortable. And it's one of those things. Once you do it, you can kind of understand why. Razor and they're like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah there's a real, there's real a nice, weird ritual actually, aspect yeah. to it. You put them on, and it's like, oh, this is okay. This the, is the tactile, the tactile. Yeah. Choke a bitch yeah, sounds great over yeah. a bag of money <laughs> in a hotel room. You, you hope no you don't have to, but you know, if you had to, you could. <laughs> actually, you know, there's. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, but I, I got a question for you guys, actually, because it's something that Shoot. I've seen this movie a ton of times, and I think it's the most for me. It's the most ambiguous thing that I always like. I, I walk away from it with a different interpretation. So. Towards like the end when he's he's kind of it's it's burnt earth and he's just going after everyone. What do you, what's your guys take when he puts on the stunt mask to go look into Ooh. that pizza place before he attacks I'm Nino? Glad you mentioned that actually because that's I mean, to, to me that's one of the more uh, cryptic uh, surface level just the visual. Yeah, he knew that right? shit was like going to be creepy for sure. Yeah, yeah. reference sometimes to me strikes me as not as intellectual as you'd think. Like, I remember reading the article, too, where he said his directing style, he doesn't storyboard or any of that shit. Oh, I, rock, I walk him... into a room, look around the room and say, I'm going to put the camera here. It's yeah. instinctual and shit, right? I put him in like so. the like the David Lynch category of things, which right, I appreciate. So he's not like intellectualizing. Well, you ever, so see, uh, free, uh, you ever see Friedkin's reaction to Reffin's claim that only God <laughs> gives is, uh, is a masterpiece? No. <laughs> you got to see this. They're tight, Sorry. though, right? Look look they, look, look aren't they up. really like... They're like buds, though, right? Friedkin and him? I don't know. I thought, I thought they no, were. Friedkin, Friedkin, I don't know. I don't know their history or anything, but I, I only wanted to throw that out because um, Jay was talking about, like, how he seems like he might be more mm-hmm. an intellectual, you know? Mm-hmm. Friedkin was not buying it. He it's was like, like no close you, know, you know, like, masterpiece, you fucking kidding me? This is fucking child's play. Like, you have you seen 2001? You know, Friedkin's <laughs> one of those old, like, James Conn oh, yeah. type. Did you ever like, hear Friedkin on... Mark Marin, he sounds just like Trump. It's uncanny. Oh, really? <laughs> Freaking yeah, talking. It's. Charles I was thinking of uh, no, Toby I never Hooper, heard of. By the way. Oh, bro. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And I'm not saying that necessarily. I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, every Jay and I, freaking made yeah, masterpiece for one thing is subjective, right? And it all depends on your tastes and all that, you know, right? Um, he's just a crusty, as fuck. Own, he's just a crusty old fuck. I just <laughs> think it's funny. That's all, yeah, exactly. No, um, it's. I, I, I admire but, I admire people that will just say what they feel because it's mm-hmm. it's kind of hard these days. Like, well, here's what know, I was getting at with him not necessarily being more in, instinctual than intellectual. Mm-hmm. We're talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. mask image in the window, and I think it might have just been that'll look fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like he's painting dolls. Mm-hmm. He's you know putting on a runway show. Sometimes it feels like. Right um, yeah. now, I do think he's again he intellectualizes though when he th- he's his preoccupations are fetish and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was thinking as much what the mask represents that he's yeah uh, it, uh, like what's maybe, the question exactly what do we think about the shot I think it looks amazing but well, as far I just, as what like, it represents, if, if you had any kind of like because it's a weird moment he didn't need to wear a mask you would think for because he's already well, kind of he, beyond the pale I, here's something I'll public. say I I I think when he put it on you know and it's a good utilization of his resources so to speak you know that like he was a hollywood stuntman and he already had worn this mask to look like the actor and he's like oh i can so i actually feel like that was a good utilization but it was underutilized in its payoff in that 
he didn't really use it as a way to hide his identity. It didn't matter mm -hmm. that he was wearing it or not really. Right. You know, right. like he walked up to the door and no one seemed to even notice he was there. Right. I kind of felt like it, 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 there was no point at which mm -hmm. somebody thought he wasn't, you which know, might right. speak to uh, more the driver thinking it looked cool and putting it in. And, exactly. And that's kind of why yeah. I was asking. Cause it's such yeah. a, it's, it's the only, I don't want to say the only, cause I'd probably think about it more and double down, but like for a movie, that's pretty sensible in it's, you know, it's decisions. That's the one thing that's still kind of a question mark in a way yeah, that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I like that. I don't know. Cause the, mm -hmm. the thing I started thinking about for a little bit, like the, the view I started, you know, ascribing or prescribing to it is that like, this is someone that maybe never felt like they had an identity to protect. Mm -hmm. And now that he has, you know, Irene and the kid, he's like, Oh shit, I have stuff that I, I, I want to have an identity. And there's almost a tragedy to that, that, you know, we, we know that he's not going to have that in the end. But uh, I also think there's something to be said for the fact that I look like a scary motherfucker with this thing on and I want to terrify right. the hell yeah, out of Ron Howard. If it was that, though, yeah. it would have been yeah. great. Well, Mike people, Myers, man. Like, like Chris saying, said, you know, it didn't pay off, though. If people well, I, but I don't, like, true. I, I don't know. I, would, I don't know if I'd say that. I agree with you that that Refn may not have known, but but I also think I, I like that it's kind of like the mood ring of. Well, he's of doing it to the audience. Yeah, he does yeah. it to the audience. You know, yeah. us seeing him in that mask is freakish. But yeah. um, and there's one point where after he drives Nino's car off the road mm -hmm. and he's coming down the hill after him that Nino looks up and it occurred to me, well, he's wearing this mask. I'm sure he knows it's I, I would imagine. But I was thinking that that whole like complex mm -hmm. equation of like well, Nino has this long past as a criminal and shit. Do, is he sure who this guy is? Is he like, who the fuck's coming? At? Like someone's coming. I got all these grievances and enemies and shit, you know, the yep. East coast mob, all that shit. Right. Yeah. And actually like, the one time mm -hmm. Nino came to the shop and talked to Cranston, Albert Brooks was Gosling there. Was that a shot? I feel like he was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Gosling interacts with Nino now that you say that. Yeah, that's a good that question. Point. Yeah. Because it was like, it was, I think the Nino, the Nino anyway. side of it was like a whoops. Exactly. Like, oh, you crossed paths with that's Nino. That's point. That's, yeah. Yeah, if I ever watch it again, I, I'll have to, I want to. So and maybe the novel too happens. explains, I put this mask that's on because Nino doesn't know what I look like and I'm yeah, going to like public to place to fuck shit up. And, and maybe there's no mask in the novel. Just a, <laughs> just a quick aside. Right, yeah, I could see that easily. Can we talk about how terrifying, like, clean-shaven Ron Perlman is for some reason in that movie? Bro, I texted him one thing about this movie. I said, "God damn, Ron Perlman has got a fucking head on him." Right? It's the most. It's like it's the most subtly unsettling thing. Like, it's there's they must have did they do something? Because it like I don't know. I don't know if they like waxed him up or something after or what. But there's that. That's just a man. No, 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 no. No, I love Ron Perlman, but something about this mythic sea creatures okay, hellboy that in the combination arcing. with he's like he's slow in this like he's mentally slow in this movie in a way that makes yeah, it scary yeah because he has well, like that oh how about albert brooks too man oh, he was dude. menacing as yep. fuck in this yep with a I smile i read that he shaved his eyebrows to make himself yeah. seem less oh, I, didn't, I don't think like, i ever noticed gives you that, that slimy feeling without really registering. yeah exactly yep. no uh yeah less expression and great because was, albert brooks scary, who is fantastic in like mm -hmm. broadcast news um, mm -hmm. defending your life the muse shit like that it's always the nebbish guy and it's great that he's got some of that yes. i'm like who is this dude is it? and then he says he was a movie producer of like action movies and shit he's basically <laughs> yes. like some yeah brockheimer golden globus type motherfucker or something, he, you know? he, he's like one of those types who is that nebbish type but his reaction to it is to go the other way oh, yeah. like to the extreme and become this monster you know or <laughs> whatever like just, just like I, harvey if he was more i feel like that is still sex, in the character you know? Yes. He's, in a weird yes. way though he's kind of he's kind of the mirror of of the driver but uh because you, you get the impression that he has this code and and he can't he can't veer from it like when he's when he's visiting you know when albert brooks is visiting brian cranston and he's about to kill him he he, he doesn't want to do it you know you get that impression i don't think he really wanted mm -hmm. to kill him yeah i think he was but he has uh, to do it by his own code I don't, I don't even know if it's so much the code as it is the because the the second time watching it the impression mm -hmm. i got was that he was more he stabbing afraid people. well that he was afraid of uh the east coast mob coming after him right that he had to do it because he his hand was forced by their threat you know what i'm Which saying true. not so much a code theme. We keep seeing things now. Death of Stalin. Their code. That he was fear to. 
of some oppressive motherfucker coming to get you makes you do nasty shit. Yes, because right? I don't think he I don't think he had much of a code, honestly. I feel like he was being driven by the Money. code of his, the people who were coming after him because that was the whole thing was that the money belonged to the you know um, the mob and he mm-hmm. was like i can't let and i i can't you know all, he was accountable to them right no that's you totally know fair I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i guess the biggest contrast would be he he theoretically if what he said was true he gave brian cranston a gentle death by oh yeah you know, yeah and, and like telling him what, it's over just it's painless just yeah. let it go you and know, like you, you look at how talked him through it, you know. the driver dispatch people there's a little bit of a contrast there i would think mm-hmm. with, you know, mm, taking, true. well here's the thing driver that, never dispatches uh, someone he likes yeah. right like, right he's never put in that position right. where i think he mm. generally likes brian cranston yeah too. yeah yeah he's as likable he's like this is unfortunate i gotta kill you that's true definitely driver's just stomping on his stepdad's head and shit Elevator. we have to all right we have to talk about the elevator scene right because yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. one of the great kiss scenes ever in a movie that, that's yes. verbatim what i would say is yeah. because if if you have if you have what like a hundred i'm gonna years kick your ass real quick but just yeah. like <laughs> just <laughs> i'm gonna kiss this well, in case, in case I die, <laughs> real quick first i might die yeah. fighting this guy right I'm right kiss her and, I die. and like you have a hundred years of cinema behind you like the kiss has been done a thousand times yeah, plus yeah. how do you make it should... different we should talk best kiss scenes, the three of us. Oh, jeez. I, I don't mm. know if I'd have enough of knowledge. All right. I would try. Yeah, what? From Here to Eternity, famous on the beach, Burt Lancaster. You know, they even made fun of it in Top Secret really or some shit. It. One of those spoof movies, or Naked Gun, where they roll into the sand and disappear yeah. or whatever. That's spoofing that. Um, Spider-Man upside down kiss with the mask off is a famous one. That that be that one is that's in the rain where he first kisses Mary Jane as Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I know that Indiana Jones tapping his lips. That's the thing. Might be the best ever. It hurts here. It hurts here. Hurts here. Hurts here. And then hurt. And she kisses each spot. And then he goes. That's just here. That is gangster. (laughs) Yes. No, it's, um, I think yeah. Witness too had a good one when he first mm. kisses her in the barn when they're dancing to the music in the car and shit just because it's so forbidden. The been a while since I saw that. Yeah, I feel like there's some good comedic ones too where they like are supposed to kiss but they can't force themselves. <laughs> yep. I feel like I can't think of what it is, but just this. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't bring themselves to do it. Yeah, is there like some Jim Carrey shit or something? I'm sure. Right? Yeah, that, isn't that vain? <laughs> ben Stiller. Or some anyway, shit. this is Will, one of Will the all-time Farrell. greats, though, because like yeah. you said, it represents. This might be it. It might be. Well, if you're watching mm-hmm. it for the first time, you you don't really well. I don't think anyone could fairly say that they know it's going to go to the degree it goes to. You know, mm-hmm. with, with the head stomping after this, like yeah, the right. music is so yes. beautiful. The lights are like you have like golden light, the and then and then it just snaps back to that. Just and then it just it again, almost like it's like the the opposite of the pawn shop killing, where it it you have the audio for too long and it goes on for like almost too long. It's just stomping and stomping and you, oh, yeah. but and it's perfect. It shows it's the perfect. shit came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you, it, uh, that to me is, is probably the scene that made the movie. Uh, because that, that's, that's a weirdo taking a swing. You know, that's not like yes. you were saying, you were saying it's a story that a lot of directors could probably do. And I agree with you, but that's the kind of shit that you get from from getting yes. a weirdo to make this movie. Yes. That, Dude, that I, if, you know, I love weirdos, yes. bro. Yeah, I don't know for I'm sure. I don't say that when I say I that. Feel. I don't. I don't mean that as like a negative at all. I mean, right. That's mm-hmm. that's the stuff that makes the movie worth it. Because like, yeah. like Michael Mann, not a weirdo. As right. awesome as he is, not a weirdo. Uh, he, there's <laughs> little hints here and there. <laughs> I, I, I think he's just. Maniac, I think. But, I think. I think he's just so meticulous. He probably like hides some of that shit at the end of his mm. projects. But I think like he's We're he's got some. In the yeah. Well, he's, he's just <laughs> he's such a stickler for reality and shit that he doesn't let the right. weirdness creep into the movie mm. as much. He can, you know? has this air of yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very nonsense, disciplined and he's not you know mm-hmm. as artful. But it's amazing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, shit, mm-hmm. Michael Mann's oh, top shelf. Oh, dude, he's yeah, he uh, he's um, got stratosphere. That kiss though. Think of it from her point of view. 
She has no idea that he saw this dude has a gun, that dudes are even after them necessarily. Oh, right, right. So right, she yeah. just thinks, oh my God. He just, just, he just went off with this oh, random dude. Terry it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Terry Mulligan's an amazing actress, too. Yeah. He is. Very if, and restrained. And yeah. Yeah, yeah she's just so diverse. And, you know. Yes. No, she's, she's, I think she's like the unsung hero of that movie because, uh-huh. like, the poor woman, like, she's just. She was trying to make it work with her ex-con husband. He gets right. killed. She's been with this guy. She's been... Uh, you could make a case that is she 17. going too far with him or whatever, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, she restrains herself in the end. Like, she goes to his, you know, his welcome home party or whatever, and then she probably thinks, you know, oh, well, at least I have a future with this guy. And well, then Dude, she's, Oscar yeah. Isaac might be the only dude she's ever been with. Right. It, it makes it sound like it. Yeah, that's yeah, very... Yeah, like, she had a story. Kid, yeah, 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 yeah. She was 19, but she was 17. Yeah, she automatic him. That was standard good shit. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's yep. kind of a jackass in prison. Yes. But, yeah. You know, well, that whole dynamic... Stunt driver, badass, kind of coming around. Like, yes. if I was a chick, I'd be all about it. Right. Totally. <laughs> that dynamic of her Shit, falling for the driver. Ah, right. The, um, her falling for the driver and the ticking clock of standard yes, getting out of prison yeah, yeah. like yeah because like that that is a, a very tragic like uh thrust to it that she is she's seeing like this possible life with him but she knows that this very powerful oh, yeah. personality that has all this like you know interwoven history with her is going to be coming out of prison of all right, but, right. i don't know if they said what he was there for but i'm sure it was similar to the pawn shop yeah, thing. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. petty crime shit mm-hmm. yeah and so like man that's unfortunate this fucker's coming out of prison and is going yeah. to upset everything the whole apple cart and that scene in the hallway where standard is amazing scene challenging him but on a movie. very like sort of passive aggressive yep, way yep, but yep. you know a little above that line you know mm-hmm. um yeah that that was the menace and that's well, also that great so though because you when know he was killed off i was like damn i i wanted to see that like tension and conflict continue some more you know part of the reason that seems so great is because you know standard is in over his head yeah if he stepped mm. and he, to the be driver fair, will fuck him up he, well he's not even wrong though to be fair like that is as far as oh, standard yeah. knows that's his woman yeah. at that time like you're yeah, like sure. who the fuck are you you know what right, are you doing right. that's, like, fair a kid, that's just, what makes it good too yeah that so but he also he does have this is, hubris where he thinks he's oh, more of a sure, force to be reckoned with and shit than he is yeah yeah and he's acting from a place of being threatened that kind of stuff a sign of weakness honestly right mm-hmm Oscar and then, Isaac is so fucking money, dude. That fucker's eyes. Is dude, there's there's not a weak link in this movie. Like that scene where Carrie Mulligan's looking at him during the party, mm-hmm. and it's just like the pushing on her as she yep. watches him hold court and talk about you know coming back. That's just great acting. Yeah, doesn't say a word. And like, mm-hmm. a, I think mm-hmm. a lesser movie would would have yes, that's amazing with with that elevator scene. You'd, you'd understand like, oh, she's horrified by this guy. She wants nothing to do with him. But this movie doesn't go down that road because at the very end. She's looking at his apartment. She's like kind of hoping, mm. like, are you coming back? Are you in there? Are you okay? And she's right, like, right. Have been, you know. yeah. yeah. And that that's the thing that again takes it's just one of those small touches that like I don't know. The movie is masterfully ambiguous about almost everything as far as I'm true, concerned. True, like true. like you don't know how these people are ticking, but that's how humans work. It's you almost like know. though, is that a happy accident with Raph? And that's what I wonder sometimes. He doesn't tie up loose ends very well, but yeah. it makes it better. Yeah. Well, even if mm-hmm. even if his finger is not a on the pulse of that, flaw, you know, there's enough sure. actors and actresses involved that maybe they knew, or even if they don't, you know, fuck it. It's it's fun to. Well, we know so what was cut too. Who knows what they the shot? Parts, yeah. Yep. I mean, that could be very artful cutting where we're like, we don't need to say I, shit, and they cut. I, a ton I of also. I also read that the ending they also shot shot a version where the driver died. Mm-hmm. He bled out and because that almost gives you the feeling that's what's until happening he blinks. Right. It, yeah it's only blinks yeah. yeah no i'm yeah exactly up to that point you think he might just like die and that's it um they shot that version and even did uh, the rumors are they did tests focus groups with yeah. him dying mm-hmm. and 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 i have to agree like because the end that had to happen to me is him driving right like him it had yes. to end on him leaving all, all yes, the shit behind and just fucking yes. continuing on the, the and that's it you know yeah no for sure i'm curious what the money. sequel novel gets into well, yeah i have no i have no idea that's the one read those motherfuckers now me too Blind no, spot I have. keeps fucking growing now it's insane you need to just do this for a living back to the elevator scene yeah yeah remind me correct me if i'm wrong it closes and that's the last he sees of her 
That's the last time they're together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It closes. Yeah. Between them, he rides, yeah. you know, whatever. It's like he yeah. had the kiss. She saw what he really was, and that was fucking mm. it. And that's yeah. all you got. No resolution for her. Nothing. No. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. I think that's that's why. That's why I think it's one of the best kiss scenes because so often a kiss scene represents love, and that's it. It's it's the it's the either it's the beginning of love or it's the the climax of love but normally there's only one emotion tied to it and with this it's such a it's such a double-edged sword because yeah, it's the goodbye it's, it's, it's double... the confirmation and theoretically end of love it's like yes i loved you but now mm-hmm. i can't and that's fucking mm-hmm. brutal mm-hmm. yeah and just the it's the gemini the duality of man I'm yeah. a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. No, I'm going to give you the most passionate kiss and then stomp somebody's head fucking 50 times. Like, I am... That, that's the pinnacle of the duality of man and the lover and the fighter. For each sure. taken to their extreme almost, you know? Yes. Because yeah. the, it wasn't even sexual. That's no, true. No, Being right. a lover is just yes. a kiss. It's yeah. Not, yeah. You know, it's more a protector now, kind of role in exactly, his mind, man. you know? Yeah, that it's beyond... That was his all. whole vibe. And that was yeah. the most consummation of their relationship physically was that kiss. Right, but it was everything. It was it was the mm-hmm. next fifty years together in that kiss or whatever. I think he was saying goodbye. I think he yeah, knew exactly. it because yeah, he he's he he does. It's not like he didn't know what he's about to do. You know, it's just he's yeah. No, it's there's a tragedy there, and and, and to take a really weird left turn, but just because we were talking about his like nonverbal acting and stuff, I think I understand why La La Land gets shit, and 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 it's not everyone's cup of tea. But I will tell you, for me personally. One of one of the most heartbreaking things that I've ever seen in a movie is is at the very. Have you both seen that movie, by the way? No. Okay. Which movie? It? Sorry. La La, La, La Land. Land. I will watch no, the no, show. No, I All right. Well, I'm, seen it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be vague because I think I think it's I think it's worth watching. But there's there's a bit of nonverbal acting that he does at the end where he just nods and smiles at Emma Stone and it will fucking rip your heart out and he doesn't say a word. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Cause you both haven't seen okay. it, but well, but Emma like, Stone too is a nonverbal actor. Fucking amazing. Yeah, her but dude, yeah. love her. Like for all the criticism that people have about that movie, I don't know how that particular moment, it's just, it's, he nods and smiles, but it'll kill you. It kills me every my time. Blue Valentine dude. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Place Beyond the Pines. Always. Yeah. That's a lot of nonverbal just, shit. Just These looks, characters dude. don't talk much. Man. No, but that's that's his power. Is he can say shit with a look. So I'm gonna rip the believer and send it to you. I have a DVD. It's out of print, but uh, that so I'm gonna legally purchase that and then. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, exactly. You legally purchase it to make up for it, but uh, <laughs> this is what they get for not putting shit online, though. Oh yeah, no. You're reading more and more about that stuff. Like as this stuff gets more fragmented with all the streamers, stuff like Dogma. Most of my favorite Dogma, movies are lost on DVD. Yeah. Like Dogma, you can't buy. Like a better off dead. Better off we dead. got that coming you up. Can't as stream a... Better off dead anywhere. <laughs> That's crazy. Come on, get it to fucking gather. It's insane. <laughs> Man, seriously. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> no, Gosling's the shit. You know what I like about Gosling too? When you see him on like press junket shit, he seems mm-hmm. like the coolest motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Funny, sly, mm-hmm. funny as shit. Um, I love seeing them on those British shows. Yep. There was that one with that fat chick that uh the host chick or whatever. She's hilarious, dude. I don't <laughs> know who she is, but uh Is that the one was with when he was with Harrison Ford? Yes. Okay. She's right. amazing. But uh yeah. and they were just drinking whiskey and shit and yep. uh Who's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I think I might have seen it. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's that fucking British talk show host guy? Graham Norton? Dude, Graham Norton smokes every American talk show host ever. He's amazing, dude. Yes. So they go on those shows. Craig Ferguson. Oh, did I miss Craig Ferguson? Yeah. Go ahead, though, Jay. I just said they, it's so much less corporate and they it's almost like stern where they come on more loose the guests mm-hmm. and they yes. just get a little crazy and shit they know they're in for that yeah yeah and you get so well they give them the full them. time too they give them the whole block yeah it's not just finish. you don't have five yes. minutes to plug your movie and tell it no goes right. it's, silly it's like the debates you know the yeah. political debates you get two minutes and all this shit like what a how joke. do you have a conversation like yeah. that yeah yeah Speaking of two minutes, it's probably about oh, yeah. what we have right. to imagine. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked, but we're close. Anything unsaid? Anyone wanted to get in about the movie or anything else? Plugs? You got anything to talk no, about? No, I don't have anything. Guys? No, I don't have anything to plug. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll just. Uh... Here's our problem: is that we probably talk about this movie more than we've talked about any other movie. Oh really? Yeah, it's uh, ironic. Usually, yeah. <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's not bad, but I'm okay. saying once you feel like you've said everything to say about it, it's hard to segue to some random shit. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. Whatever now, and then time's running short. <laughs> All right. No, no, I don't have anything to plug, really. I, 
I just I'll plug Nate's re-entry. If you haven't seen that yet, go check out mm-hmm. Nate Davis's re-entry on YouTube. Yeah, because I was just on that and I, I plugged you guys, so I'll do cross, you know, cross pollination to be there fair. But yes. uh did you do one with just you on there? I was with you and Jeff. I know. I was wondering. Okay, if you okay. Oh, you scared one. me, dude. I was like, Chris, you gotta check on Jay. We gotta <laughs> no. I'm saying no, you in addition no, to not, not just too. not just with me. No, no. A solo not. one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Nate trusts me that much yet. Dude, Nate's but, uh, good. Yeah. No. I, yeah, dude. we just did a uh, session yesterday with yeah, Adam, Adam Barker. Barker. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of you guys because you guys got to to read the second draft without knowing the first one because. I have, I have both in my head. So I'm like second guessing how much I like yeah. it, you know, mm, but no, I think it's okay. great. I think he's got yeah. something. How I think that, he, do you think there yeah. was darlings he lost that he should have kept? There was a shit you liked in the first draft more than the second. Uh, Maybe saw, those notes made him go more mainstream than he should have. No, what? I would never give notes like that. You know that I'm not a mainstream. No, no. I'm saying the notes oh, that he was given to. in oh. that session. No, I, 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 no, I actually, I started, I started to, I started to uh, give him shit about something he took out, and then he very rightfully articulated why it made sense for that to be gone.